0: Hey there. Welcome to Why We Roll, a tabletop role-playing game design podcast.
1: We're your hosts, Chris Pickett, creator of the historical fantasy game Dance Macabre, and Wythe Marshall, creator of the political sci-fi game Still Fleet. Throughout the
0: show, Chris and Wythe hope to amplify new creative voices. We'll chat with different TTRPG designers focusing on the world of indie games.
1: We take a curious approach to game design working through a range of mechanical and narrative questions that are pertinent to many designers, players, and GMs.
0: We hope to showcase fresh and even challenging ideas about what makes imagination-based games just so powerful.
1: Okay, let's find out why we roll.
0: Hey, y'all. We're live on Why We Roll
1: with yeah. another
0: actual play of blister craters
1: yes welcome back what's up
0: <laughs> and we have the games creator tony grasso here again um of course uh the wonderful chris pickett mm-hmm. and uh lex do you want to introduce yourself we have just a, a um a friend of the show just playing a game
2: uh yeah i'm i'm just lex <laughs> cool
1: just lex uh, maybe, Tony, for those who haven't joined us for you know our interview with you before or for the first actual play, do you want to tell us a little bit about Blister Critters and what we're going to be doing
3: today? Yeah, so this is the second uh, actual play that we've done on Why We Roll. Um, Blister Critters is a cartoon animal game where you mutate under like a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic sun, uh, running through suburbia, and all manner of cartoon hijinks uh, ensue. Uh, last time we were around, we went through a local arcade, uh, and we played skee-ball with a big mafia boss. Um, but Blister Critters is a really fun tabletop game that's um, going to be coming to Kickstarter February 6th, so be on the lookout for that. If you head to blistercritters.com, you can sign up to get notified when the Kickstarter goes live. If you go to play.blistercritters.com, um, you can reserve the box set early. Um, and also get access to an exclusive um, Squirrel mini-zine that Wythe and I believe Logan are going to be co-writing and putting together. Um, just Wythe uh, are putting together um, that you're only going to be able to get there, not going to be available after the campaign. So if you want a bit of exclusive content to explore the Squirrel kingdom of Atlanta, um, go ahead and head to play.blistercritters.com. reserve that uh, early copy for a dollar. And I am excited to be running a second game on the podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. thanks for, for running the game, um, and we're excited to just show off more uh, more Blush Critters fun. And um, thanks, uh, Lex and Chris, for for playing.
1: Of course, um, Chris, do
0: you want to plug anything? Talk about why we roll, or
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we can talk about why we roll. Mm-hmm. Why we roll is what we're doing right now. We're here for it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is a, a stream and podcast where we talk about tabletop role-playing games. We talk about designing them, uh, you know, different choices that go into it. We try to focus on some practical advice for folks. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're here plugging Tony, our friend Tony's game here today.
0: Awesome. So uh, with that, why don't we dive in? Tony, you want to take us away, kick us off? Um, and we're doing Blister Critters. uh Cue theme
3: music. Woo! <laughs> cool. Uh, we're going to hop in uh, for anybody that wasn't the, uh, here for the first playthrough. Um, at the start of each Blister Creators game, uh, I have my players uh, fill up an ad lib, so a blank infomercial, um, and I give them adjectives and nouns that they have to give me. Um, this is meant for when players are coming to the table and getting settled in, they have something to do and kind of get into the feral mode. Um, I've already passed that around. Everyone here playing has given me their responses, and to kick off the game, we are kicking off with a commercial for the Brightbox Preschool. The Brightbox Preschool is Florida's finest care, child care establishment. At our five-star rated facility, we promise to keep the little ones frenzied. Our speedily trained staff facilitate a briny skipping environment. From our popular carbon-shaped indoor jungle gym to the Mollify Master 347, the children here are in delightful hands. Having a rough day, we'll toss your kid in the nation's best behavior adjustment cell, a containment unit with a scandalous lock and an atom-shaped bars. Perfect for those agony-driven coloring moments. <laughs> the Bright the box Bright Preschool, where kids can be country. <laughs> and a little zip and all of the, the kind of counselors of the Bright box Preschool are all kind of standing outside, a nice little thumbs up, and the kids kind of wave up as the camera uh, pulls back. We're actually going to follow the camera as it flies further and further back and the people, uh, almost in a, in a creepy way fade, like literally their opacity just falls away, uh, in editing. And, uh, we kind of zoom 20 years, uh, post the human poof. Um, we come back down on a small wooded area, um, probably less than a mile away from the Bright Box, uh, preschool. And we find, uh, our three players today walking. Uh, through the forest, you guys, um, <clears throat> you guys and your borough were, uh, notified that, uh, one of your members was taken, uh, captive at the Bright Box Preschool a couple of days back. Um, this elderly Raven, uh, had stopped by and she had told you that um, she witnessed him get dragged inside the Bright Box Preschool, um, and said if you guys, you know, wanted to come help, wanted to come rescue them, um, to meet her by the quote, big tree by the Bright Box Preschool. Um your borough sent you guys out with a number of supplies and asked that you, you know, obviously go and retrieve uh this member, um uh Chris Dylan, um if you would take a minute to introduce your character and also tell me a little bit about uh the the critter that was taken. What kind of critter were they?
1: Sure, yeah. Well, you see uh, ambling, ambling down the sidewalk or road, or I'm not really sure what we would be using. You guys
3: are, like, in a forested area, so you're kind of passing through. Um, yeah.
1: Gotcha, yeah. Well, in that case, ambling through the trees and the bushes, uh, you see a uh, a, you know, short but very thick kind of tough-looking armadillo. You see Dylan McDermal, uh basically just, you know, kind of walk in and uh just kind of talking mostly to himself just kind of rambling and, and saying things like now nah, now when i when i come into these woods i just i feel at one with nature you know i love the burrow, don't get me wrong i love the pizza parlor it's a good place but there is something about being out in the fresh air that really just gets the blood pumping you know what i mean you know you know what i'm saying roach
4: yeah, yeah, no, I totally, I'm totally listening to all the words you're saying, and I'm responding in a very normal way, and uh, I'm not ignoring you, or uh, I'm just not, you know, I'm I'm totally listening and I'm responding, and these are signals, of signification. I'm not thinking about something else at the same time. Yeah, so anyway, you know, sometimes well, uh, when you're out in the woods, and.
1: <laughs> they just start like they're just talking over each other. This is the dynamic between yeah. Roach and Dylan, I think.
0: It's like um, an old married couple dynamic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're they're so used to each other that they just kind of like soar over each other's own <laughs> thoughts. Um, but yeah, the critter that got taken, uh, I, I think that uh, they would be maybe on the younger side. I'm thinking like maybe a young owl, uh, like a baby owl mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, recently came to our burrow seeking shelter. And then, yeah, they got they got snatched up. They're too small and sweet to defend themselves.
3: Very nice. Uh, and uh, Roach, what was uh, your relation to the owl, uh, if anything, if you could speak to uh, the owl's nature a little bit?
4: Yeah, Al was, uh, I mean, you know, you have students you love, and you have students you don't love as much, but you have to love them all, uh, as a teacher, and, um, I guess, like, I didn't set out to be a teacher, but, like, no one really does, like, who chooses your path in life, but I guess Al is one of those really precocious students who sort of knows more than you from the beginning, and sort of knows nothing, and doesn't know they know nothing, which is so special, because it's kind of a a very interesting form of of stupidity or blindness, but you almost have to, like, you want to just, like, pet them, uh, but anyway, yeah, she was very, very precocious, and, um, Basically didn't listen to a word I said and tended to get a lot of interesting situations. So um, I'm not really sure what we're doing here, but I I really hope Al's okay, I guess. It's really the the takeaway. Kind of a mentee.
3: Uh, Lex, what is your relation to both Roach and Dylan? Are you familiar with them? Is this the first time you've kind of gone out, first time in the borough with them? Uh, Maybe introduce your character a little bit. Who are you playing? Uh,
2: I'm Edgar Avon the Crow uh, who's He's just kind of along for the ride. He's very kind of, like, book smart and then extremely bad at talking to other people.
3: Yeah, so between the two people, that won't stop talking. Edgar's probably quietly in the back there. Yeah. Sweet. And, um, did you have any relation to, uh, the missing... I will hear maybe you knew, uh, their name?
2: No, not at all. So it's a very common misconception. So I'm actually a crow, not a raven, as you can tell.
1: Uh huh. I was going to say one can plainly see that you are you are a crow, not a raven. I mean, your size is completely different from that of a raven's. You don't you have the petite figure yes. of a crow and not the the bulk of the raven. You see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah,
4: get it over yourself. We all know you're all know you're a crow. Uh. Owl believes like me that signification is like kind of obvious, so like owl is a pretty good name if you're an owl. Uh, so I yeah. believe that's why owl went with owl.
3: I like to think that owl maybe named it differently, so it was a w l.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I
3: just wanted oh. to spice it up a little bit.
1: Uh, for those listening and not watching, uh, the the canon name for owl is spelled o w h l l owl.
3: Uh, overhearing, uh, the uh, talk of the differences between crows and ravens, uh, the league raven that had stopped by, uh, and delivered the unfortunate news, uh, earlier in the week. The big tree, uh, you guys are coming down, uh, the forested path, uh, the leaves kind of crinkle underfoot and you can see, uh, across a road now. There's kind of a clearing and there's a road, uh, a large building, um, Big boxy square building it almost has like the big, the big plastic with neon letters, or also just big block shaped. Uh, the bright Box preschool. Um, just before exiting out onto the road, you see this larger tree and uh, an elder uh, crow or an elder raven's voice kind of squawked out from a dark hole uh, in the big tree. Hey, you are you from the borough? Uh,
1: you know, Dylan. For those, for those who don't remember last time or just joining us, uh, Dylan, he is indeed an Armadillo. He's also a Baus, that is his role, uh, his blister critter role, which, uh, Tony, every, every critter has a role in the party, right? How does that work? Is that kind of like, a, would you describe that as a class or something a little different?
3: I like to think of the roles as a, a guiding force for how you want to operate with other players. Um, they come with a mechanical benefit and then a mechanical drawback, depending on um, you know, which role you take. Um, but I, I see the roles as ex- expressly to kinda of guide your role play decisions. So bosses would try to take the lead more, the wallflowers would stick back a little bit, sticky fingers will go out of their way to steal and nab things. Um
1: Fantastic. Yeah, well, all that uh, being said, Dylan McDermott is a boss. uh, So he's very commanding, but he also believes his own BS. uh, So, uh, you know, that's one of the downsides of being a boss is that you are over eager to offer your own solutions, giving orders. Um, If I'm called out on that, we can take a vibe check, uh, but usually remaining pretty steadfast in my opinion. So all that being said, Dylan is going to walk up to the uh, the. Raven in the tree. Sorry, I had a brain fart. And say, ah, hey, yes, yes, we are from the borough. I am the representative representing the borough here in this fine day. Uh, how may we assist you, my good Raven?
3: Oh, well, see, I, oh dear, the poor lad. He was helping me, and well, hey, I fear it's all my fault. They they drag him off into that there bright box building. It's very boxy and bright. Uh, camera cuts, and it's, like, little, like, spotlights are shooting out of the top of it. Uh, they, they took him in there. It's been a couple of days, and I, oh, dear, you're here to help, right? I came to the borough. I didn't see you there. You weren't really the guy in charge that I was talking to a couple of days ago, but I, I guess you'll do.
1: Well, now, see, I'm not the leader of the borough. However, you could think of me as somewhat of a, a team leader for this here expedition, this here mission, if you will. Uh, you, I you, you know, I, I, I'm representing the borough in this instance, and uh, all questions and all comments and, uh, and et cetera should go through me. Thank you.
4: I hard, hard disagree. We're, we're an acephalic organization, meaning there's not really someone in charge. We kind of each do our own thing, and it just sort of works. So it's really beautiful that way.
1: What, well, uh, ace, 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 ace of Base? I don't, what are these?
4: It needs no There's no head. There's no hierarchy.
1: Uh, what, what is this? I, I remember okay. something about a human yeah. video talking about some kind of SAT mm-hmm. words. I believe that that qualifies. I don't know what you're talking about, Roach. Don't listen, uh, to, the Raven don't listen to that. The radio
3: loudly to kind of cut this all out of
1: <laughs> Good. I mean, Got God almighty.
4: That poor boy needs your help. all yeah. of oh, this isn't helping anybody. Oh, sure, yeah, uh, how, how can we help? Okay, so I saw them grab him inside. They,
3: they didn't have normal critter feet, if that makes any sense. Uh, I'm quite old. And, like, it zooms in in her eyes. They're all, like, kind of cataracted over. Just like, i I go in myself. I was quite the fighter in the day, but at this point, I need to rely on some, well, it looks like quite strong fellas. I think they'll get the job done. Uh, you know... Just please, it would really help my heart, and I know he comes from your burrow. I have some- And she peeks back, she's like, I have some shiny stuff in here. Uh, You can't see that well uh, in through to the dark hole, but some stuff does kind of glitter and shine um, from within the hole. It would soothe my heart to know that I didn't get this poor owl, you know, done in. So if we could please just have him rescued, and I'll give you anything you want from here.
1: Well, absolutely, ma'am. We'll we uh, we'll take care of this problem lickety-split now. Did you see which way this uh, critter got taken to?
3: And, like, a wing flies out from, uh, the... Flies out of the hole and just points directly at the building. Right through the front door! They wheeled him right in through the front door! She oh, looks... She, she looks around. She's like, you're a raven. You know. You know how hard this hurts. And she's pointing down at Edgar, uh... Raven to Raven, you know how heavy this weighs on my heart to know that it could have been our fault, right?
2: Well, you see, I'm actually, uh, not a raven, so I have no clue what you must be feeling Uh, but I do concur that it is indeed a poor feeling when you feel responsible for the misfortune of some other creature.
3: Uh, can editor give me a vibral, a vibe check? Absolutely. Four. With a four, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds like typical Raven speak." Anyway, we're gonna, we're, I'm gonna stay here. You go get them, and then when you get back, I'll give you some of my shiny stuff, and then you got your guy back. and win, 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 all the way across the board.
1: That oh, seems like a pretty straightforward transaction to me, ma'am. And now uh, I would okay.
4: Sorry, it's almost like I was going to let you speak, and then I had an idea, so now I have to talk over you a
0: little bit. That
1: happens all the time.
0: <laughs> Can we do I'm doing the timeout hands with two, with two sets, my upper two sets of limbs, yeah. um, and then I'm doing like a circle up like the hands are all doing different things. Um, so I want us to like move away from the raven a little and be like'm
4: uh, so, are we looking for owl our owl? And are we someday, He's talking?
3: Like, a, He's going off in the background?
4: A mercenary group like are we like uh, are we like badasses? because I don't remember that being like a thing that I signed up for at Ed, Edgar uh, Dilling thoughts.
1: Well I'd like to hear what young Edgar has to say.
2: I'm just here to get information about these glyphs.
1: All right, well, considering that, Roach, yes, we are badasses. (laughs) Great. We're badasses in our own ways.
3: (laughs) Sure. Uh, Almost as Dylan confirmed that you guys are indeed badasses, you cut back into hearing uh, the Raven uh, talking about, and there's a really bad raccoon in there. He has his big flail. He's very tough. There's also a turtle. He doesn't have real legs, and he also is pretty tough. So you're in for a, a wallop when you get in there. Okay, see you later. And just <laughs> retreats into the into the hole. I'll be here when you get back. Don't die. <laughs> well, what's uh,
1: what seems to be the problem, Roach? You don't want to go kick some butt in the name of the borough?
4: Uh, well, I do want to save Owl, but I'm not sure about uh, kicking butt. But yeah, maybe we can come up with a creative solution. Maybe Edgar and I can do some like books reading or like moving of levers, create like an Archimedean solid. I'm still not sure what that is, but, you know, I'm guessing it has something to do with, like, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like mead, so maybe it has something to do with, like, beer. Uh Anyway, let's go figure it out.
1: Girl, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I like your spirit. Um, yeah, uh, Dylan starts to make their way towards the, uh, towards the Bright Box store. Um, but uh, on the way, kind of as if talking to nobody, I uh, just thinking out loud is like,, wow, maybe maybe Roach has a point. Maybe we could do a little scouting mission and see if we can find uh, some kind of alternate way into this building. maybe use a little bit of our, our natural subterfuge in order to, to complete this rescue mission.
3: There is a large uh, road immediately. Uh, in front of you guys, two lanes across the side. this big box over here is the Bright box preschool. Um, there is a parking lot that has a number of cars uh, parked in it, and, um, you can't quite see, uh, from where, but there's, like, a big sign here that reads Entrance, so you would assume it's somewhere off to the left. Uh, in front of you, this side of the building has a number of, like, large, uh, window panes, um, with, like, curtains drawn. Um, some of them have, like, other objects that are helping uh, block, like, direct view from the outside, I guess. Okay. And we're we're approaching from the south? Yeah, you guys are coming from these trees here. Let me put a okay. big red X. So you guys are coming from the south here. It's directly to the north of you guys. Um, there's a little sign that reads entrance to, I guess, the northwest. Um, and then a parking lot further to the west.
1: Should we split up? Um. Yeah. Let's let's split up. Maybe. Um, Dylan. Dylan again tries to take charge, and y'all can challenge me on this at any point. I want you to know this is the character, not me. Uh, um, uh, as they exit the tree line, Dylan, you know, is looking across. He's trying to do his his best, like Clint Eastwood face. You know, like the like squinting, scouting, looking around. And says, all right, here's the plan, y'all. Uh, Edgar, I want you to do a flyover. I want you to get them wings of batting I want you to, to take the skies, see if you can get an aerial view of any kind of entrance. Uh, Roach, you're going to take the north and the east part of the building, and I will take the south and the west. We're going to see what we can see. All right. One, two, three, go. And he, like, puts his hands in the middle, but then kind of, like, Brings it, it up so fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Roach has four hands in, but then is just watching you
3: guys probably just walk away and she's like, Oh
4: okay, so we're not doing that. Great. go team spirit. Go
2: team.
3: Um Okay. We can um so if we want to start with uh, Edgar, how would you like to go about um your flyover, if anything specific? Uh
2: is there like any good place to perch up on top of it, on top of the school?
3: Uh, yeah, you, uh, I guess like flying up higher, uh, but not quite over the building yet. You see that there's like a larger air conditioning unit um, that is set up on there. Um, maybe like a big uh, like TV antenna almost. Internet antenna is also posted up there. If you wanted to stop on either of those, you could. Yeah, can I? Yeah, I'm going to perch up on the antenna. Cool, oh, yeah. You perch up on the antenna. Can you give me, uh, well, tell me what you're looking for and give me an instinct roll. I'm gonna look for any
2: damage to the roof, like any ways to get into the roof. Sure. Uh, seven.
3: Yeah. Uh, with a seven, you see that there are a number of um, ports uh, where I guess the air conditioning would go into little the spinny weather uh, air conditioning vents on top of roofs. There's a number of those. They all seem to be active and spinning. Uh, Say for one. Uh, closer to the front of the building um, is like noticeably kind of crooked and all scratched and beat up. It seems as though some critter of some size uh, made its way in through um, this like torn open air conditioning vent. Um, We can move... Is there anything else that you want to do up on the roof or I'll move to somebody else?
2: Yeah, no, I'm I'm done.
3: Dylan, where were you heading? Uh, Dylan
1: is scouting out the, I guess, south portion of the the building that's adjacent to the road, and then also uh, the parking lot.
3: Okay, so Dylan is coming over to the parking lot, and what visibility are you looking for? Uh,
1: Just any point of egress into the building.
3: Yeah, uh, coming around this side of the building, um, you see the double door uh, entrance to the Brightbox Preschool. Um, Two big uh, glass panes, they seem to have like children's drawings and newspapers kind of stuck to the outside or the inside of the glass so you can't see directly uh into it at least not from the parking lot um you're not able to like make out what's going on inside there mm-hmm. um but that's that's like the main entrance you can see uh from this at least from where you are okay uh yeah i mean you know not, not seeing anything there
1: but i you know just as a note as dylan is doing this scouting thing he's like rolling between cars and then like trying to like pull a solid snake and like you know trying to like press up against the car and like rolling between them and stuff like that and all the while kind of like singing to himself was like do 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 and that just fades.
3: Uh while you're pressed up against uh a tire, uh you hear um you hear like two voices uh chatting with each other. They're coming from deep within the parking lot, sounding like they're coming uh, closer, and uh, they're pretty far away. Can you make um, an instinct roll for me to see if you can't pick up more on what they're saying?
1: Absolutely. I got a six.
3: Yeah, uh, with a six, uh, you hear that it's like two people kind of chatting back and forth, and they're starting to uh, come... Uh, closer by, you hear him. Yeah, we're gonna show him today. Yeah, that that little owl, he don't know what's in for him. No, he don't know. We're gonna really just rip all them wings off and throw them into the fright. Yeah, the boss has been hungry. Okay, yeah. Um, and they kind good of just lord. go on this really cartoonishly evil uh, plot to eat the owl. Essentially, the different ways they're gonna season and eat be other, um, the poor guy. Oh, good lord,
1: not poor owl! I must report back to the others. Um, Rote, where
3: are you at?
0: Um, I guess the north and east side would be there around the back of the building, so I guess I'm right. reaching, slinking along. Um, is there, I guess, can I roll Scurry to be sneaky?
3: Sure. Okay, I'm going to roll a d8 here. Uh, and that is a six. Beautiful. Yeah, with a six, oh, you tell me, how, how are you slinking around uh, the back, and I'll tell you what's going on back there
0: uh like a roach so
3: roach is very quietly but she is
0: again um just a large roach so uh she's still talking to herself but in a high-pitched voice and now roach mode instead of you know normal stuff, instead, of, in instead mode. of
3: bipedal just yeah. all on
0: all six now. uh so she's mm-hmm. running along uh thinking about the nature of schooling and she's ta- she's talking to herself about the latin roots of educare versus educare, which were different verbs in latin and meant slightly different things about the, the goals of teaching um but she's sure. saying this into the ground behind the school, uh, look, while looking around, like passively looking for her student owl, uh, who she has not seen all day.
3: Yeah, uh, going around the back, you're kind of sleeping around, there's this massive uh, dumpster uh, that immediately follows the curve to the side of the building, um, followed by like, a large storm drain that you can, that you see kind of scales uh, all the way up to the top of the building, um, and then a like back exit door. Um, is at the far end of I guess this uh, side of the building here um you see can you can you give me an instinct check uh yeah I'm terrible at that uh, that's actually is that a six that's a five that's a <laughs> add, <yeah. laughs> uh you thought you were going to see something of note but you don't <laughs> cool um uh, Edgar, you are still perched up uh, atop the building. From where you are, um, you can see two, two figures making their way through uh, the, uh, the parking lot, and they're, kind of, they're approaching the building. Um, they don't seem to have noticed you just yet, um, but two smaller figures are making their way through the parking lot. Uh, you think you saw Dylan roll down um, through the, the cars, but you're not entirely sure.
2: Uh, can I go and fly over and just, like, perch on the edge of the roof near where I saw the figures?
3: Yeah. Uh, flying over, you get a bit of a closer look. You realize that it is uh, two turtles um, kind of walking side by side, making their way uh, through the parking lot. Uh, can you give me, um, actually, another instinct, roll? Yeah. But... Uh, with a five, you aren't able to see uh, where Dylan is, but you can see that the turtles are basically about to pass through the um, like the parking medians, the parking stops, uh, just before they get to where what would be the front entrance of the school. Um, with you perched up atop of there, are you trying to be hidden, or are you kind of just sitting out in the open? Uh, I'm trying to be hidden. Okay, so can you give me a scurry roll? Yeah. Five. I'm going to roll their instinct. Uh, you are hidden enough, uh, you, in your attempt to kind of try and be hidden, uh, some gravel kind of knocks off the building, the turtle thinks that they notice, they look around a little bit, frog it off, and, um, Dylan, you watch the two turtles make their way to the front, uh, entrance, the big double doors, um, they get up to it, they kind of peek inside a little bit, and you watch them do a, uh, a knock on the door, um, I don't know if you guys can pick that up or not uh, yeah, through that, that set. Yeah, I heard that. Um, and you hear, um, like, a almost fainter, and the doors open up briefly. They go on inside, and the door closes behind them.
1: Is there any way to see inside? Are any of us positioned to do so?
3: Uh, you would be, if you want to give me another instinct roll. Yeah, i give you an instinct roll.
1: Oh, that was a one.
3: Yeah, as you, you saw them go through, you heard the knock and everything, and as the door opened up, you just had a terrible sneeze. that just took you out and just more, <laughs> definitely weren't looking um, as the door opened and closed. Your head literally comes back up as the doors click back shut.
1: Yeah, I imagine um, all is that quiet this, again. I imagine that the sneeze is like a Saturday morning cartoon sneeze where it's like he sneezes so hard that he like shoots off in a ball. <laughs>
3: It flies like, backwards a
1: little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. bounces and, and rolls Roll yourself away.
3: a little further back. Yeah. Exactly. All is quiet again. The building uh, is secure. Um, you guys tell me how you want to approach entering. if you want to scout out more.
1: Uh, well, I think uh, maybe we should just reconvene at this point. Um, I don't think that Dylan can see either of them. But maybe makes the the noise that our <laughs> burrow always uses to Oh yeah, that one. You know the you know the one, our call. Our
4: yeah, call. it's like shots, 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 shots. Like it started yeah. like as a as a joke, like ironically, and now it's like very good for tactical fire team movement.
0: Yeah. Um on the way back, can I roll instinct to look around more since I'm sneaky and just, just looking around? Sure. Um, are, you, still... are you
3: looking for stuff, or are you just trying to like, pick up on like, anything that might be of no clue-wise?
0: Uh, I'm looking for clues. So okay. I, if I can roll Noggin, I'd love to roll Noggin, because I'm great <laughs> at that. But yeah, and otherwise, I can roll Instinct to represent just passively you know, looking around. What do you think?
3: Well, let's, let's have you roll a, a Noggin with, and I'll, I'll have it uh, incorporated with some human stuff.
0: Uh, that is also a 5. Got a 5 again.
3: Uh, with a 5, <laughs> you see that there is a fair amount of like garbage that didn't quite make it into the dumpster. Um seems like people, or critters rather, um, have been making a, uh, a nest or burrow out of the preschool for a little bit as there's like discarded, you know, foodstuffs and a lot of like broken, um, you see a lot of like broken plastic like shells to things, not necessarily animal shells, um, but you can tell that they are like the top uh, and bottoms to things. Um, they're like oddly shaped. They look a lot like the things out in the parking lot.
0: Shells that are the tops and bottom are these like pistachio shells? Like what do
3: I have? No, objects? they're not food shells. They're they look a lot like the things out in the parking lot where they have kind of angular and they have like windows on them. But they're made out of like molded plastic,
0: molded plastic shells with windows. Okay. Um, I would like to take stuff. Um, do I have any sp? I don't actually have any sp left. Do you? I, I guess. I guess it seems like this isn't terribly useful, right? This isn't like immediately. useful. Except for you? Eh, doesn't sound terribly useful. Um, I'm gonna note that mentally and walk on, uh, scurry on quietly. Okay. In the uh, where you would you at Dylan going?
1: Shots, 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 shots,
0: I think Edgar and I are following the sound of the shots and meeting up with our our leader.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say that Dylan has scurried back to the tree line across the way to try to get a tactical view of the the preschool.
3: Can you, um as everybody goes to make their way back across the street, can everybody give me a scurry roll? Oh, 14. nice I
0: have a good scary roll, roll the natural one sweet I think Roach is cartoonishly, her head is still even though it's a Roach so the head is kind of attached but you know, uh, her head is still turned back at the plastic shells and her body's moving forward, and as she's just such a klepto, you know, she just can't like, give it up, that there's a pile of stuff even though she can't figure out what she would do with it. And she's yeah. like,
4: you know, you always need more like, kitchen goods, like, even if you don't cook. Like, I don't cook a lot, because I can uh, process trash and also I'm xylophagous, so I can eat, like, trees and, like, bits of, like, plant debris. but, you know, it's
0: always nice to have another bowl and whatever happens bad happens as she's saying this to herself, looking backward.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Edgar, what did you roll? Uh, uh... Uh so Dylan makes across cross uh nice and swift. Uh as uh Roach and Edgar are making their way across the road. Uh you hear a high pitch and uh a massive hawk swoops down and is grabbing up Roach um into the air, narrowly missing Edgar. Edgar kind of fumbles into the tree line, uh clipped by the talon. Um you guys watch as the hawk kind of swoops around a bit and perches itself back atop uh the bright box uh preschool. Oh snap. Uh Dylan Edgar, if you guys are across the road, um roach. sorry Roach. Roach is up here, I'm just gonna put a big old H for Hawk. Um and Edgar is down here. So Dylan Edgar in the tree line to the south, hawk and roach atop the Brightbox Preschool to the north. Dang. Uh Roach Roach, you kind of look up at the hawk has it has like one talon kind of holding you down um and looks down and is like You're not supposed to be here, kid.
4: Oh my gosh, did I eat some spoiled food earlier? Is this really happening? Is this is this a dream?
3: Um No, this is very real.
0: Uh, Roach. I, I would like to Roach would like to parlay and explain that this is indeed just a. Uh, I'm just a simple country roach who lives in the trash outside, and you have the wrong person. So, like you know, whatever you're looking for, it's certainly not me. Yeah, uh, and she is very much not a simple country roach, so she's putting on the airs of you know, like
3: I really like trying. eating trash. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a vibe check. Great. Uh, she's okay again.
4: Come on, D8.
3: Ah, uh, that's a four. And uh, with a four, is like yeah. But what about them guys that you were with? They didn't yes. seem like simple, simple country folk out in the middle of Florida. Today, they, they weren't happy. Or, I'm not happy that y'all are here. Yeah, I sure don't even are. know
4: the etymology of that word because I am so ignorant of
2: human
4: <laughs> labels for things.
3: <laughs> uh, well, right. well, we'll show you. We'll show you some Florida hospitality. Don't worry about that.
4: Oh! Oh, great.
3: Uh, Merle will want to talk to you, so we'll we'll be in to see him shortly. And I just gotta round up your friends, and we'll head inside. That's all right with you.
4: Oh, great. Should I help them? Should I tell them to come here?
3: Uh, no, no, I'll get it. And he's gonna, okay. um... <laughs> so he's civil. gonna hold you in one talent. <laughs> he's gonna hold you in one talent, and he's gonna swoop down to where he, uh, he watched Dylan and kind of hit the tree line. Why, um, if you would like to try to, like, break out or do other things, he's holding you with a talent, but you're more than welcome to try and like scrap your way out of it or
0: um... well the first thing i want to do is make the 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 signal um that we all know we always use for run the fuck away we're being attacked Uh which um well i don't know i was gonna ask you guys i think i made it the last one so what what song do we all know from our borough?
1: well i think i was gonna say it's just also got to be the same era of like you know radio (laughs) hip-hop right (laughs) maybe it's turned down down for what (laughs)
0: Yeah, turn down for what? Okay, so I, I'm screaming, turn down for what? But again, I'm a roach and I'm high in the air, <laughs> so I don't know how far it's traveling. But that's my first goal is warn my friends. I guess that's all I'm
2: saying. Yeah, uh,
0: Dylan <laughs> <just> here. <laughs> turn down for what? Okay, it's hard to do. It's like super frantic.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> turn down for what? Turn down for what? Uh,
3: yeah, Dylan Edgar, you hear uh, a high pitched, desperate turn down for what? Turn uh, kind of getting closer and closer, the shadow of the hawk uh, growing darker and uh, closer to you guys as it swoops down to the front of the tree line. Uh I'm like, well, I don't know what all that means, but uh, you guys ha- I'll say that you guys have an opportunity to, to take an action to do something before you kind of land and is fully settled. Uh, but he is definitely just kind of landing he's going to go for it
1: i was gonna say um as as the hawk is landing with roach in his uh, in his talon from the tree line you start to hear the sound of of uh of eight to 16-bit hedgehogs kind of winding up um you know
4: like <laughs>
1: yeah and dylan says critters roll out and then launches himself uh at, you know, as a ball doing the tuck and roll at the hawk. Sweet. Uh, he's doing like anti anti-air artillery shot using himself <laughs> as the ammo. Are you trying to
3: knock him out of the air or are you trying to hit him once he's on the ground?
1: I'm trying to knock him out of the air, I think is the most Sweet. ridiculous thing we could do.
3: Yeah. Um go ahead and um does it have you roll for scrap? And if not, I'm gonna have you roll for scrap. Uh bu- 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 Burn
1: 4 grit, so I'm burning 4 grit, so I'm down to 16. Uh, whoever I hit, whatever I hit, scruff- suffers uh, scrap plus 2 damage.
3: Sweet. Uh, I'm going to have you, uh, well that's the kind automatically hits, and I'm going to have um, you uh, speed up, burn your grit for it, and you're going to fly through the air, vroom, uh, super deep impact. Uh, right into the chest of the hawk. He's going to make an attempt to try and hold on to uh, Roach and not not let his uh, capture go. Okay. Um, and I'll have everybody uh, roll uh, Scurry to get into uh, initiative order.
1: All right. Am I doing damage to the hawk?
3: Yes, you are. Um, you will roll uh, your scrap plus two.
1: Okay. I rolled a three plus two, so five.
3: Beautiful. I will make note not on the screen of like that. Yeah. yeah this, this is. You, uh, sorry, go ahead. You you plow into uh, the chest of the hawk. Uh, he's making an attempt, not well, to hold on to uh, Roach as uh, Dylan collides. Roach, you feel a talon uh, loosen and you're kind of thrust forward um, and tumble into your other two burrow mates. Uh, the hawk kind of, uh, is knocked out of the air, flying, like, backwards and kind of skidding across the street. Um, I gotta kind of reposition some of this stuff here. So the hawk is now over here, um, big old dent in his chest that he's having a hard time, kind of reinflating. He was kind of walking all chest out, and he's kind of sunken in. Um, and he tries to get back to his, I guess, to his wing. Um, roach. You are back here. And everybody can roll um, Scurry for me and we get into initiative order.
0: Oh, sick. That's an eight.
1: Awesome.
0: Got a, got a nine. Uh, one. Oh, Show off white my- <laughs> 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 Quick announcement please check out blistercritters.com. For more information about a new game using the GRIT system, which powers Stillfleet, you might have heard about Blister Critters here on Why We Roll. You might have also heard about Stillfleet. Blister Critters is not a far-future game. It's a sort of near-future climate apocalypse-type game where you play as mutant cartoon animals. Same system, though. Uh, but there are no classes. Instead, you're an animal with wacky mutation powers called blisters. You also have lots of human-made stuff lying around. Stuff is actually a game term. There's mechanics about it. It's super fun. You really want to check it out. Uh, the game's creator, Tony Grasso, has added lots of fun new rules that make the GRIT system uh, even more sort of flexible and narrative-focused and uh, we think it's just very uh, simple and sort of mesmerizing to dive into this world after humanity full of weird mutant animals. Check it out, blistercritters.com.
3: Dylan, you are by the freeline. You have just plowed into the side at the hawk. I guess you would be a little further ahead uh, positionally at this point, uh, having just rammed into it. Uh, the hawk is on the other side of the road. Um, you are up. What would you like to do for your turn? Yeah,
1: um Dylan just is he's feeling this this momentum from having knocked the hawk out of the sky. Like, you know, he's got his his uh, his his blood's up, his he's got the vapors going. So he's uh he's gonna charge out at the hawk from across the road. He's gonna run up to him, and as he's doing so, uh, from inside of his scoot or shell or whatever armadillos have uh, kind of a hammer space moment, he pulls out an action figure arm that seems to be spring-loaded in the fist, uh, and he starts to wave it like a club, and he comes down on the hawk, trying to hit him with the uh, with the action figure arm.
3: Nice. Uh, go ahead and roll Scrap to hit, and he's going to roll Scurry to try and dodge out of the way. Okay, uh,
1: I got a six.
3: You rolled a three. You will definitely bonk on him right in the head uh, with bonk the action him right on figure.
1: The head. Uh, there's another rule with the action figure, which is when uh, oh, it's when the damage roll is even. I get to attack again. Okay, so I'm gonna I would roll damage
3: now, right? Yep. Yeah, so to roll damage, you're gonna roll your scrap die plus whatever the bonk die is for the oh. piece of stuff you're using to attack with.
1: Oh wow, crazy! And that'll be your
3: uh, total damage die.
1: Okay, so I rolled a 7 and a 3, uh, so that's 10, and then because the damage Beautiful. roll is even, does that mean that I attack again?
3: Yeah, um, you go ahead and attack uh, a second time. Okay. So just roll scrap uh, again to see if the second kind of bonk down is going to land. Yeah, I rolled a 7 the second one. Let's see if he's going to be able to, in the super, uh certainly not. You rolled a 1. He almost leans into the second time. Oh He's lost himself into wanting to be <laughs> beaten up by the, the action. Oh my god,
1: let's go. Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled a 6 and a 6, so that's 12. Uh, 12 so 20, damage is... 22 damage.
3: <laughs> With the Dylan, one swing.
1: Yeah, Dylan is furious. <laughs> Dylan is like foaming at the mouth that, uh, you know, he and Roach, they talk over each other a lot. But they, yeah. they're, they're buds. They've been together a long time. They've been on a bunch of missions together. So, you know, as soon as Dylan sees the Hawk take Roach, it's it's on. It's on like Dylan Con. Um But yeah, he hits uh, him. The spring-loaded fist activates, punches the Hawk again.
3: It, this much damage is going to put the Hawk out of commissions. If you want to describe to me further how the Hawk is down for the count in a single round, by all means, Dylan, please do.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Dylan swings the arm at him and it, it knocks the hawk in the chest in the same spot that Dylan had uh, hit him out of the air. And then as it does, it activates the spring-loaded fist that comes up and uppercuts the hawk right on the bottom of its beak. And it just, like, straight up Mike Tyson, Holyfield, Pacquiao just lays out the hawk. And he does, like, a yeah. uh, there's, like, cartoon stars going around its head and it's, like, spinning on its heels you know, it's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just like, falls over, a flower pops out of its chest, X's over its yeah. eyes.
3: It's got the little, like the big lump kind of grows out of the top of its head.
1: Totally, yeah, it's like in an anime, yeah. it's like in One Piece when w- Luffy gets punched by Nami, there's just a big, like, throbbing yeah, exactly. knot that
3: appears... <laughs> Uh, as, as he kind of falls to the ground, like, that did not go as Plank <laughs> and, and his beak just kind of crushes into the asphalt, uh, sitting there in the, in the middle of the road as Dylan kind of victoriously standing over, uh, what would have been this really badass hawk, now just kind of put in his place with the, the, the single swing of an action figure limb. Um, Edgar, have you, have you been for to like, many, like, Bouts of combat. Have you seen this kind of like, I don't know, violence or brutality before? I don't know how often you're outside the borough. Not
2: at all. Edgar has rarely ever left the borough. He m- spends most of his time just sitting alone reading books about like random stuff. So he's he this is he's never seen like someone die. So he's just kind of very shocked.
3: Yeah. Well, here we are. uh The. Dumb. Dylan, you are the boss. Um, you you're standing there over this hawk. All is quiet once more. I have no beasts to swoop down and, and take it. Take Roach back off into the air. How would you guys like to move forward?
1: Uh, yeah, Dylan is standing over the the body of this hawk and just like heaving. You know, it's like the last moments of a berserk rage. And then he goes, yeah. "That's right. You can call me Angela because I'm the boss." who's the boss reference for for our younger audience members yeah i don't know i think dylan is in a is still in a state i don't think that he can make a rational decision at the moment so he's just kind of like uh, uh, don't touch my friends still like spitting at the hawk and like yelling at him and shit in the middle of the road
0: yeah, I mean, rip stands up and she wipes her hands off and is instantly just monologuing again, but in a way that is meant to be comforting to Dylan. Um, sort of saying, like...
4: Yeah, we all have different kinds of experiences. Um, some people turn to spirituality and some people get picked up by giant hawks. And, um, you know, it's like, all of it, it's all like part of the tapestry of life. And You know, I'm, I'm fine, so...
0: Um, and I, I think also she's dropping the clues that there are these plastic shells, uh, plastic shells with windows um, out back. So, not totally clear what's going on. Um, hawk seemed like bad news. Really glad not to be with the hawk. Thanks, Thanks Dylan. Uh, she doesn't say that, but she communicates it, you know, in her own way.
1: Yeah, yeah. P- Dylan picks up on the body language. He gets it. Um, Alright, so we got these shells. Uh, Ed- Edgar, you got anything to report? Well,
2: if you hadn't kindly dispatched the hawk for us, I clearly would have been able to do it all by myself, so. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, also, there appears to be something in the vents of the building. Edgar, can
3: you give me a noggin roll about the um, the the, shell, the plastic shells with windows? Uh,
2: five.
3: Uh, with a five, from the description that Roach is giving, you are aware that these could be children's toys that have. Uh, been disassembled but you aren't quite sure toys of what
1: alright well uh yeah Dylan Dylan's like "Mm, all alright well we got ourselves uh something on the roof and something out back since I can't fly I say we go out back and check out these uh shell things these strange constructs that you've been talking about Roach and then Dylan goes Uh, let's go um, (laughs) (laughs) and just walks off before anybody says anything
4: yeah. Once again, we can do hands. So there's actually a lot of hands. Uh,
0: yeah. So I mean, I, I think I lead them back around toward the shells and um, point them out. I, I didn't really understand what they were either, so I, I appreciate whatever you're saying. Um, but again, probably don't say thank you directly.
3: Yeah. You guys so come around, and there's a bunch crowded. of these. Yeah.
4: I could have. I could have got there. I mean, pretty clearly, but. Oh, it's one of those. It's that thing.
3: Uh, a yeah, bunch of these in, in two parts are kind of littered around as though they've just been um, like de-husked uh, for the other integral parts of this toy um, and kind of thrown away. These these parts weren't useful to whoever was uh, messing around with these. So it looks like a car? It kind of looks like, yeah, it's exactly just a toy car that has been uh, stripped of its wheels. Stripped of its wheels. All right
1: there any other is there any other indication around like can we uh, search the remains of these to see if we can figure out what they were used for or what was taken from them other than the wheels obviously
3: uh, I'll be honest there isn't much more to, to investigate you know that, that they're shelled wheels that the plastic shells are cars with the wheels are stripped out um, if everybody wants to give me an instinct check you can um, but there there is like a deeper meaning uh, to be in cars not for a, a noggin check.
0: For uh Sherlock Holmesing this. Just checking before I roll.
3: If you want to make a specifically noggin check, I'll have your answer be related to stuff.
0: Uh, yes, I would like to make a noggin check. Okay. Yeah. And I'm to make a I mean, plus, yeah, this is a... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, what'd you get for your noggin check? Nope.
3: Uh
1: shit. Three plus one. That's a four. Okay. You find more shells. Uh, yeah, I, I rolled an eight for instinct. And I guess, like, so good, uh, I guess Dylan's just like sniffing the plastic or something. Like, doesn't, doesn't know what he's looking for or yeah. at. Just kind of like, what's this?
3: Edgar, would you roll?
2: I got an eight as well.
3: Uh, so, so Roach is still investigating and trying to, trying to pull some deeper philosophical meaning from uh, why someone would take the wheels off of the cars. Um, and, uh, Dylan and Edgar, you guys, uh, from the back, you guys can both hear um, some like very faint hooting and uh, like desperate pleas coming from um, an elevated window um, above the dumpster, um, oh, where a bunch of these shells kind of fly around.
1: Interesting. Um, okay, so it's an elevated window. Um,
3: Edgar, Edgar, boy, you hear that?
1: Indeed. Is there any way you can fly Ooh, up to that? Al, there, I'm
3: inside the building. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I wonder, I wonder where that sound could be coming from. This mysterious... I'm
4: inside! <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds a little sus, guys. I'm not gonna lie. That's a sus-sounding voice. No, describing its I precise need, location. No, I need help. I'm, in,
3: I'm inside the building. All the interesting stuff is in here. You're <laughs> <laughs>
2: gonna fly up and take a peek in the window. Yeah, there we go.
3: <laughs> and... Uh, peeking through the window, you see, uh, you see Owl with like, um, like multicolored, like plastic chains to like this shackle around his leg and just piles of, uh, these plastic cars. And he's looking at you with like a screwdriver and plastic car in hand and you watch him flip the wheels out of the car. And he's like, help me! I'm
4: inside the building! <laughs>
3: Uh, it seems as though they're putting, uh, Owl to work. <laughs> they called down to the rest of the group. Um,
2: it appears that the, the person we are attempting to locate is stuck inside of this building.
4: <laughs> yes, I am!
1: <laughs> Owl, can you hear everything that we're saying? Is this, uh, seems <laughs> strange There's a call and response happening, and I don't understand how that's physically possible.
3: He goes quiet for it it seems as though he's not gonna answer. Yeah (laughs) all
1: right, right. well we know where to find him, I guess. How are we getting in this building, boys?
4: Um, I'm not a boy and I'm not sure how to get the building other than you fly, so why don't you fly into the building?
1: well, you know, Roach, uh, I meant it more ground, as a general a term. Kind of like guys there's or pals like a, or buddies. Or... Uh-huh, uh-huh.
4: There's also a door at the front. I imagine this this other door looks like humans wouldn't have used it except to take trash out. So this is the more important door. But the other door could have probably been bigger. Um, but did you, you said there,
0: was there a hole in the roof? Or uh, a vent or something? There, yeah, there
2: was like access to a vent in the roof that... It appeared something had been in before. So,
0: well, do we want to do a fly team, or do do we want to stick together? Does does Dylan have like a strong boss instinct here about Dylan
1: doing one thing? Yeah, Dylan's strong boss instinct is that um, he really wants to fly after taking out that hawk and like feeling the freedom of being airborne. So uh, maybe a little overly enthusiastic, a little over enthusiastically. Uh, it says to Edgar. All right, here's the plan. I'm going to carry Roach. You're going to strap yourself to my back like some kind of transforming Voltron backpack. And we're going to fly up on top of that roof. We're going to get in this building one way or another. We're going to give them what, what for. They're not going to know what's going to hit them when we take out these fools who are trying to trying to enslave our friend. Trying to make them into a worker. trying to Trying to put human Protestant work ethic onto our friend. We don't stand for that. We
3: don't cotton that. Uh, and the camera just cuts to a scene like like a Voltron scene and everyone kind of piecing themselves yeah. <laughs> together and clacking down into place uh as Edgar is flying overhead, like a big like almost mecha mecha Edgar um is swooping over the top of the building and lands down. Uh you guys are all the camera's gonna cut to a new shot of you guys just staring down at the hole uh in the ceiling.
1: And as we land, uh Dylan is saying, Mecca, Shiva, Mecca, Shiva, okay. over and over again. What's all right? Well, then we I guess
0: we're looking at Dylan.
4: What's okay? So, tactical plan since now we're elite mercenaries <laughs> and, not, and not, you know, a teacher. And Edgar, however, you define yourself,
1: doesn't matter how we define ourselves, we're elite mercenaries now. This is who we are, <laughs> 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 this is what we do. After all, do our...
4: get a cool patch? Like a patch with like I don't know, like an octopus and like a rifle and like Yeah. It doesn't matter. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, workshop
1: we'll, we'll, we'll workshop some patch. I like I like what you're on to with this patch idea. It makes you feel like a team. It makes you feel like oh a real critter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> White just picked up his cat. Um Yeah, it's like yeah a critter attack. Yeah. A real a real team. We gotta have patches. We gotta have uniforms. We need to have some kind of snazzy signifier that shows the world that we're a team and we're ready to throw down, kick the ass. Dylan,
4: Dylan. Dylan, focus. Owl is
1: in trouble because oh, well, of the Protestant work the ethic.
4: i me work. Help, I'm inside. I mean, this also just is definitely a trap, right? Like, am I wrong? Am I just crazy here? It's walking into a trap. Anyway, we have to free Owl from the Protestant work ethic. <laughs> can, we,
1: can we take a look at the vent? Like, is it able just, can we just like scoot down it? Or is it... uh
3: You can, Yeah, you can just walk right inside. It looks like it was... It, you, there's a number of other similar ones, like on top of the roof. They're all kind of still spinning um, and functional. This one specifically is all like torn up and clawed apart. Um, so now it's like this kind of obtuse big hole, uh, this big access port on the top of the ceiling at this point. Um, crum, crum, crum.
1: um Yeah, I guess uh, looking down or trying to listen into the vent, is there anything that we can pick up?
3: Uh, yeah, you guys can give me instinct rules to see if uh, anything reverberates beyond. Uh, owls calls for help. Sure,
1: yeah, Dylan. Net
3: one.
1: Dylan puts his ear to the vent. Uh, I got a
2: five,
3: three from Rich. I got the five.
2: That's a three.
3: Yeah, Edgar, would you grab one? One. Okay, uh, Dylan, your ear the closest down to the ground. You, um, you're able to pick up the sounds of like. Tiny plastics like squeaks, um, kind of like racing around. They come closer and they go further away. Um, there seems to be a lot of them. Um, they don't sound like like you would know what a mouse would sound like. They don't sound like like they're coming from an animal. It sounds like little plastic squeaking and rolling around uh, inside the the building. Um, Edgar uh, catches whatever Dylan had and sneezes, uh, throwing off Roach as well. Roach doesn't hear much of anything. Um coming from the vent.
1: Uh Dylan looks at them and makes like a series of kind of obtuse hand signals to you know, like kind of imitating maybe some human movies or something that he's seen once, human TV shows. And then uh so in in Dylan's mind, Dylan's saying, We got the all clear, we're good to go. Um, you know, saying there's no sound or whatever. And then he just jumps yeah. in. He just like sweet whoop like a ball and just like whoosh. Drops in.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Roach and Edgar, you watch uh, Dylan just... Whoop, little, little lines kind of pop out as he's yeah. fallen through. As he he disappears down uh, into whatever room or vent he's going to wind up in. Um, and on, do you a, guys do? on a
1: metagame level, I do not expect y'all to understand the hand sim- symbols at all. Like, that's not... <laughs> <laughs>
4: It wouldn't matter if I understood. I'm not just jumping down there in the darkness <laughs> like an idiot. Uh, good luck, Dylan. <laughs>
2: Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. And he was, was going to stick his head down the hole and just ask Dylan for clarification on what
0: the hand signal. <laughs> <down there. laughs> <laughs> I think I'm whispering the lyrics to "Get Low," which is some sort of a <laughs> further signal <sublogue laughs> agreed upon that's <laughs> about sneaking and. Yeah. Get low.
2: Get low,
3: get low, Dylan, get <laughs> you, Dylan, you are in freefall uh, for a few seconds. The uh, kind of carved away and scratched nature of this hole kind of continues further down. Uh, there's a split second where you where you realize that you are uh, in an air conditioning vent, but the hole that's been clogged through uh, continues straight down into uh, <laughs> just a normal uh, a normal room of this daycare. From up top, you can you um, can just
1: hear Dylan going,
3: "Oh shit!" Exactly. I'll say that you fall into this back corner uh, over here. Uh, Dylan, you fall into uh, what? Do you fall into something uh, soft and large that would be in this uh, this like? pre-K, like, children's playroom. I'm
1: gonna gonna pull something straight from my pre-K children's playroom. And Dylan falls into an old clawfoot bathtub that is filled with blankets and pillows. Uh, But then when you touch the bottom, it's, like, oddly sand... Like, you can tell that it's really gross and unhygienic. But, you know, it's it's like a reading bathtub with pillows and stuff. Yeah.
3: Nice. Yeah, so you fall into these old almost kind of like musty and moldy uh, pillows and blankets that have been sat here for about two decades. They weren't cleaned before the poof, so it's, it still has that, that rank, uh, I'm sure, that they have at your place as
1: well. Oh, yeah, the smell of children. It's terrible. Exactly. It's terrible.
3: Uh, you, you land in this uh, slightly smelly uh, pile of pillows and blankets into the clawfoot tub, um, and you peek your head up and you look around Uh, You haven't seen many places like this before. It's uh, absurdly colorful. Um, All sorts of large uh, objects. uh, Stuff here looks larger than it typically would. Um, So, like, the scissors are a bit oversized, and um, some of the furniture looks... uh, You've seen, like, furniture in other houses, and, um, like, in photographs and magazines. This all looks kind of, like, too colorful and kind of blocky.
1: As Dylan is looking around, he says... He whispers to himself in his best... Cormac McCarthy narrator voice says, what is this fresh hell I've landed in?
3: (laughs) Yeah. I like I like the, the image of like the camera and just the armadillo head with like a pillow draped over top of it and just kind of scanning around. Um, Edgar and Roach, uh, peering down through the hole. Um, it's relatively bright, maybe five feet down. Um, and you can see now that, uh, there is, like, this massive pile of, like, human clothes. Um, it seems like that uh, Dylan has dropped down into. Um, you can't see much more than that from, from the hole here. I don't know if, Dylan, you want to shout back up to them or give them a signal or pop out and do your own thing.
1: I think uh, Dylan is going to try to do more hand signals.
3: <laughs> just pop them up out from one of the blankets and just start yeah. playing them around. Yeah,
1: just, like, complete nonsense uh you know not not asl not not anything that's that's uh legible or translatable it's just he thinks he's doing something
3: cool yeah his eyes are kind of squinted really hard like he's focusing as he's waving them yeah definitely um yeah edgar and roach you guys see the little armadillo hands kind of flailing about uh doing doing what you know isn't anything meaningful but you know that that dylan means well
1: it means something to dylan okay
3: (laughs) yeah
4: I got. I got nothing. Um,
0: should we? Uh, can I roll noggin to see what this uh, kind of layout is about? I mean, what can we see? Can we see enough to do that to like really look and get a
3: sense of where, where Dylan is? Uh, you can. You can see that he landed in a pile of clothes, but like from the distance, up yeah, it's top, too far. It's too far for you to really make out more of the room.
1: And I imagine that as a roach, you could probably just crawl down the shaft and not fall like I did.
0: Uh, I mean, not mechanically, but yeah, I could. Um... I could burn grit if I do fall to avoid taking the damage from falling, but um,
3: why? Well, if you wanted to make a scurry check, I would yeah. let I bet you, like you know, not fall down through the hole, but cling on to the side of it and try and beat your head before you make the plunge.
0: I think it's more a question of will we then be trapped in a trap, which is what I think is happening. Here. Um,
4: Edgar, were you going to uh, also enter the obvious trap via roof?
2: Well, I'm I'm too smart to be trapped, so of course I'm gonna
0: <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) i'm gonna wait and see what what happens when edgar goes down that's awesome i'll be (laughs) at
4: overwatch overwatch
0: (laughs) and i do some all my hands start doing hand signals i'm just voguing now (laughs) i can't tell what that means but it looks really cool
4: right it just feels very natural
3: (laughs) edgar have you also swooped down uh into how, how are you approaching getting down i guess
2: uh, I'm just gonna like try and like spread my wings out to slow my descent as I fall and maybe try and like scrape across the sides
3: sure uh, as you uh, kind of jump in or trying to like hover yourself give me a scurry roll five uh yeah with the five you're able to slow your descent enough that you're still gonna be like going down into the root you're not able to like alter yourself um you're definitely making the descent down um, as you kind of come down, you see the layer of what would have been the air vent, and then a bunch of like insulation, and then a, a thin cardboard layer, or I guess uh, whatever that weird material is that makes up the paneling of the like, two buildings. Um, and as you kind of come down proper, again, the most colorful and uh, like brightly set up room um, that you've seen. Um, you're also coming from this area um, here. Um, from where you are hovering, you're able to see over into this corner. Um, can you, uh, Edgar, give me another, like, large play fixture, uh, for this, um, like, children's playroom?
2: Uh, like, one of, one of those things they have at, like, Doctor's offices with all the, like, rails with just beads on them that you can move around.
3: Yeah, nice. They have a Super Omega one where the beads are, like, two inches thick. Set up on this like massive table. I know exactly what you're talking about. Those are really cool. It's
2: like a fancy abacus.
3: <laughs> fancy child's
1: yeah. abacus. Now only $59.99. Uh,
3: you see that as, as you're making your descent. Is anywhere specifically you want to land, you are making your way towards the ground. Um, if you wanted to land on the abacus, you could. If you just wanted to make your way down to the carpet, you could do that as well.
2: Yeah, I'm going to perch on the abacus.
3: Sweet. Um put it. Dylan here, Edgar over by the abacus. Now, the technical
1: term is a bead maze.
3: Land on the bead
1: maze. Love a bead maze.
3: Both uh, Edgar and Dylan, can you guys give me um, an instinct tool, please?
2: I'm going to burn three group for this one.
3: Cool. Eight. I got a six. Uh, Edgar, from atop the the bead maze, is atop the fancy abacus. Uh, you can see that this room um, is actually sectioned off; like it has like a secondary uh, part to it. And sorry, let me get some of the Seems like there's a secondary wall. Um, Dylan, you see this as well. Um, a, a turtle similar to the side that you guys had watched walk in earlier. Uh, you watch him literally skate into the room, do a nice little spin, and then skate back out. Um, he has, like, car, plastic car wheels kind of affixed to the bottom of his feet. Um, and the turtle, like, ice skates really gently in, does a nice spin, his eyes closed. He's super in the moment, and then comes back in. And you guys can hear the, the squeaking um, that, that Dylan had heard earlier is uh, certainly coming from another section of his, uh, like, walled-off room. Mm.
1: Uh, I thought that was the squeaking of some kind of mechanical mouse, but here we are, proven wrong again. <laughs> it's great to learn. Uh, is there anything else in the room that we can see? I mean, I'm gonna, I gonna—I think Dylan's going to, like, pop out of the bathtub after that turtle leaves, kind of thinking that the, the room is clear.
2: Is, is there anything else that we can see in here that might give us clues to what's phone on, or...?
3: Yeah, there's a like a door uh this way. I'll tell you it's excitedly slightly the there's no reason for it to be closed. That would lead uh further out into the building. Um, there's a number of like bookshelves with like shoes and like uh, like lost and found stuff, another chest of toys um off to the side here. And then um you can hear, you know, the, the squeaky wheels, a couple of turtles murmuring and talking in Uh, whatever this second section um, of this room is going to be.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, Roach or Edgar, do you you want to do anything in particular? I think Dylan's going to try to make his way over to the
2: the door that's a to listen in.
0: Um, I think Roach is actually going to leave and begin trying to figure out stuff on the roof to prepare a distraction to get animals to run toward one of the outer doors, front or back, whatever seems likelier. um in the event that it all goes horribly wrong inside the obvious trap room. And otherwise wait and see what Dylan and Edgar Edgar's gonna go into the play chest to see if
2: he can find anything
3: neat. Cool. Uh yeah, go ahead and give me a noggin roll. Are you looking for any kind of toys specifically or you just want me to throw something at you? Uh just throw something
2: at me. Really
3: kind of Three. Yeah, with a three, you find you find uh, like a letter block um, has different uh, symbols and stuff. It's the letter R, uh, big purple R. And as you turn it around, you realize there's was a big raven um, on the other side of it. Um, This year, we'll give you, like, the bonk for the big letter block is a D4. So if you want to try and bonk someone on the head with it, you'd add additional D4 to it. Um, Probably could also be thrown for distractions or climbing up to different places. It's a sturdy, like, two-inch, like, wooden uh, letter block. Uh, Dylan listening in to the other side of the door, you hear, Help! They're making me work! Did you see the guy on the
4: skates? That was my doing.
2: (laughs) Who is this this omnipotent owl that we're.
1: (laughs) Omniscient, omnipotent owl who needs our help. Cool, yeah. Dylan motions to Edgar, uh, seeing that Roach isn't in the room, Dylan just uh, is like, whatever, who needs him? Who needs her? Uh, And uh, motions to Edgar to
3: come over to the door. Yeah, Edgar's just gonna go over there. Yeah, you come over and
4: oh great, another bird! I'm I'm trapped. Look,
3: and uh, you you hear like the chains kind of rattling.
4: I'm just over here, please.
3: They're making me work, and it's awful. The the more that you
1: you act as Owl, the less convinced I am. <laughs> like I'm starting to believe that Wife is completely <laughs> correct that we're falling into a really dumb trap. What? But you're too smart yeah. to be
2: trapped.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bearing bearing that in mind, uh, yeah, we're just uh, Dylan's just gonna bust in the room. Let's do it. I don't know if Dylan is is Sweet. quite savvy enough to figure out that uh, this is
3: probably not gonna go well. But we'll see. Busting open uh, the room, uh, geography be damned. This is the uh, the room with the window. The elevated window through which the owl was uh, speaking and hearing everything very clearly from earlier. Um, the Just for more reference, the, the dumpster is there. Uh, you guys come in through the door. Uh, immediately as the door kind of flies open, uh, you guys see there's a large, um, so the large supply shelf uh, sat atop is uh, the owl uh Obstructed by mounds and mounds of de-wheeled, like Hot Wheels and other, like, matchbox cars. um, They're kind of tumbling and overflowing down the side. Um, There's, like, rows of, like, diapers and uh, wet wipes and all manner of, uh, like, toys and stuff that would need to be replenished and and fixed uh, for the pre-K in here. Um, The owl says, Oh, good, you're here. You've come to
4: rescue me, right?
3: Let me, before we move forward, uh, Roach, what is Roach trying to do um, in the meantime, uh, having not dropped down?
0: Uh, Roach would just like to set up a trap by pushing crap to the edge of the roof that would make enough of a noise to get any attackers to run away and or be distracted. Um, create the opening for one of those excellent strikes by, by dealing with the, the toy uh, limbs. Um, in the event of a, of a melee, which, which surely will not ensue, since this will surely be a straightforward um, exfiltration and not a trap. So I don't know if there's stuff I can push, like just pot of crap, like just stuff that would be on a roof to the edge of the roof or, or anything. I, I'm happy to roll Noggin to essentially find stuff. That would be my ideal roll situation.
3: Yeah, go ahead and roll Noggin to see what you can make out would make the most noise, be like the heaviest, loudest thing to drop. Excellent. Uh, that is a 9. Yeah. Uh, with a nine, you find, uh, what was left over from like the big, uh, like dome-shaped air conditioning vent that was kind of all scrapped together. It's really heavy, uh, made of metal. Uh, you also find, uh, this, uh, old bag of, uh, tools that some handyman has just left up here and abandoned for two decades. So lots of clattering and, and metal dropping to be had, uh, should that be dumped off the side of the building.
0: Okay, so I'm going to push. I'm gonna use all my might to very slowly uh, push it to one side and, and just set it up and wait and, for the signal, um, and if I hear, uh, turn down for what, then I, I will, you know, shove it all off as best I can. Probably like I turn around and, and
3: you know, use my legs and push against her from the back. Cool. Yeah, you were able to do that. You, uh, huff and puff, little, like, little sparks kind of come off, and like dust is uh, billowing behind the road as so she gets it closer and closer to the edge. Um, are there any other actions or anything else you would like to do while you're up on uh, the roof, Roach, or should I go back to um, the other the other
0: um, I don't know that there's anything I can do mechanically to help um, from up here, uh, except try to try to you know keep scanning, like I guess racing around the roof occasionally to look to see if there's anyone coming or going, you know, is the path clear in the event again of a, a scramble. Um, but I do think I would probably uh, begin narrating. Um, you know, I'd be thinking a lot about like uh, foreshadowing and and rising tension and uh, sort yeah. of like cabin fever, like uh, locations with seemingly uh, trapped, you know, well-defined entrances and exits. And I, I think I'm just talking about the checklist Chainsaw Massacre, which I somehow saw in like um, the world's last video store, had it on loop or whatever during the goof before uh, the power. Can,
3: can a Roach give me um, an instinct check? Yeah, of course.
4: I mean, you're I like, God, effort. I can do whatever
3: you want. Is, right? Give me an instinct check. A uh, natural one. Uh, yeah, beautiful. Uh, as Roach is pushing all of that stuff further and further to the corner, uh, you weren't able to notice in time to try and hide. Um, but as big as the hawk was, an even bigger um, a raven flies overhead. Uh, seemingly, uh, the raven from the tree, he goes...
4: What's this what are you doing here
3: and she lands down on top of the roof says i thought you guys would be inside the building already what are you yeah. doing at your young lady
4: funny story uh
0: hey um can i actually can i use the scanner eye which is my new mutation i realized i had is one of my eyes is glowing and can yeah. scan a score um an animal so i'm gonna burn one grit and ask um Shit, I wish I could tell if there was a way to tell if this person were lying. Um, I would do a vibe check. Okay, well, let me do a vibe check then as a free action, but I also want to use the scanner eye power. Oh, uh, oh, that's a two. Now I got a two. Um, Your vibe check was a two? My vibe check is a two. Uh, yeah, and then can I scanner eye, which is also a free action, to ask, um, what is this animal's scurry score?
3: Oh, the power that you just get to ask me, right? Yeah,
0: you, you just have to tell me. Yeah, it's a scanner.
3: Yeah, be a 10. D10, okay, fuck. Yeah, she is uh, quick, old and quick. uh, a seasoned raven.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just lie. I just, you know, hey,
4: wait. No, I mean, I was, uh, the birds told me to keep watch because of the other animals, so that's what we were, we were doing a whole shtick. It was all like, you know, back and forth. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. saw my friend Owl. My friend Owl, actually, is the one who brought me in. Recruited me.
3: Oh. Owls are... You recruited you, because that's funny, because, and like, the camera does this really, like, obvious thing recruited me and uh their Raven is gonna like lunge at the camera ro- lunging at Roach uh we'll get into a bit of combat when we cut back uh but like that, that uh that sting has this cut back over uh to Dylan and Edgar on the inside of the building uh the owl
4: you gotta help me I'm trapped up here doing all this work
3: please just climb up this really tall, rickety habit, and help me down, please.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Dylan Dylan's being a little bit reckless, but also he's remembering what Roach was saying about this possibly being a trap. So he's gonna he's gonna climb up. But he's gonna proceed with caution. He's gonna try to like, you know, uh, or maybe maybe he'll uh, be like. So, uh, how long you been here? And like pretending that it's hard to climb up the shelf for him, like kind of making more time just to get a get a vibe check.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah. You go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll your vibe check, and then I'll have him respond. Him a natural six. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's clear that he's he's winging it, and he's like.
4: I don't, I don't know. It's been, a, it's been a couple of days, I guess. Um, you know, whenever, whenever the, the raven contacted you guys, I
3: guess, that 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 long, exactly that many days time. <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound it it doesn't sound super convincing. It sounds like he's trying to to, to be a little bit more confident. Sure, than, than yeah. Well, and on. also,
1: you know, he's from our bur- he's from our borough, right? Alice from our borough, so we, we would know how long that he's been gone for. Uh-huh. So I feel like, yeah, just.
3: Yeah, you're aware Yeah. You're aware that it hasn't been more than like a singular day that he's been gone, but he's it sounds like he's playing off as though it's been at yeah, least three, yeah. four, or five. Uh, I think Dylan shoots Edgar a look. Edgar, yeah. while uh Dylan looking down to Edgar, um Edgar, you see you see Dylan kinda of look down at you uh, from atop, um and you can hear the owl kind of sounding off. Uh from behind you, Edgar, you feel like the light kind of dim and uh, a warmth in this like heavy, kind of like deep breathing kind of over your shoulder uh, coming directly from um, I have the map so I can just kind of draw some of this stuff Um, Dylan is climbing, Owl is here Edgar is here and from directly the other side of the door uh, Edgar and uh, Dylan you can uh, faintly make out as well from the top Uh, there is a large shadowy figure kind of hulking over, um, Edgar, kind of looking up at Dylan Dylan unaware.
2: Edgar, behind you. Edgar's gonna turn around, I guess, and see if he can make out what this figure is.
3: Sure. Uh, it's not gonna be that hard to, uh, make out. Both Dylan and uh, Edgar simultaneously are able to get, uh, like a full view as the camera, um, is gonna put him into full view. This, uh, pretty large uh raccoon uh wearing uh the clothes um like the lost and found he's wearing like a glove that's kind of been torn apart and hacked into a mask He's wearing socks and uh t-shirts for armor Uh, a couple of the 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 shells from the cars he's wearing as like cauldrons and uh like metal bits um and he wields a paintbrush that has two of the uh letter blocks uh one of which that edgar has has, like, this big, almost, like, flail, um, and he doesn't, he's just kind of, uh, staring down, uh, Edgar. Edgar, you guys are, like, inches away from each other. Edgar's, Edgar's gonna try and stab him <laughs> with his keys. Just a gun. <laughs> All right, reaction. cool, he's like, ah! You have, um, like, you know, like, people's keys on you?
2: Yeah.
3: So go ahead and roll, a uh, scrap for me. seven
2: to hit.
3: Beautiful. He's going to roll Scurry to see if he can't lumber out of the way. Well, I, I guess it won't matter, depending. Nope. Uh You jab him right in the gut with the keys. He kind of stumbles back a bit. Um what, Can you roll Scrap and whatever the bonk listed is for the keys? 13 damage. Beautiful. Big. As he kind of stumbles back uh, into the previous room that we had described prior, um... You can see, like, his eyes kind of glow red as he is, like, kind of punched over and looks up at you, flail in hand. He starts spinning it, the letter block clacking as they're kind of starting to zoom faster and faster. Uh, we'll cut back to the roof now with, um, Roach. And I'm just gonna put a big star for the old Raven. Roach, uh, the old Raven, uh, is gonna try and, like, um, Claw at you, try to not really a surprise attack, but is lunging at you. She's going to roll scrap to hit you, so you can roll scurry to dodge.
0: Uh, well, do we roll initiative, or is this somehow an ambush? I'm standing right.
3: Yeah, um, I mean she's going for it quick. She looks like lurching forward as she was kind of making this uh, really goofy reveal. Um, I got an eight on the scurry. It's okay. She rolled a two, so she, you aren't surprised by it at all. Um, I'm trying to explain fall- to
0: her that we both could have been recruited by Hawk. Like, it's not mutually exclusive
3: <laughs> that talk knows two people.
4: Do you know more than two people? Do you know, like, three people?
3: She says, no, I, I only know the people that I do dirty business with. I don't know any <laughs> it's, more it's than exactly
1: that. two people.
3: My rolodex, rolodex of people is exactly two people deep.
0: Yeah, her talents, the front part of her talents is only the two. She's, She's like, like, that's, that's all like, like, I, I, can I can
3: count. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's all I can count. I couldn't know more if I tried. Yeah. I've tried to know more people, but I can't keep track of them.
4: Yeah, I hear that. It's hard, you know, you just... People get busy.
3: Um, I,
0: uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to run her. I'm trying to just, like, get away from her and go down the hole at this point. So I'm trying to do a scurry, like okay, so out outscurry her.
3: You can certainly try.
0: Okay, so is it, is it my action, and can I roll scurry to run past her?
3: Yeah, you can roll scurry to try and run past her, because you have to chase after you.
0: Yeah, of course, but um, I'm going to burn three grits, so in I'm going to roll D8 plus three.
3: Okay. Uh, that is a 7 plus 3. Beautiful. You roll a 1. Uh, you are able to, uh, <laughs> like, literally Scooby-Doo run your way as fast as you possibly can uh, into uh, the hole. Um, and you hear her, like, turn around, and she trips. She's like, oh, damn, my two talents. And you hear her, like, kind of eat the asphalt on top of the roof a little bit. Uh, you tumble through and you kind of see the same thing, the layer of air vent, a layer of insulation, and then you kind of fall down into the stinky clothes um, from uh, the room that we were describing before. Go Roach, which is good, because now we're kind of all in the same location. Roach, you've fallen into stinky clothes. Uh, the raccoon has stumbled backwards. Lots of R names. Uh, and then the other room is in here. This is where uh, Owl and Dylan currently are. Uh, Edgar, you are just on the other side of this door here. And then Owl and Dylan. Um, We haven't talked to Dylan in a while. Uh, Dylan, you uh, have been clambering up the side, um, getting up to Owl. Um, You are kind of getting to the top, and more of these shells start to kind of clatter down uh, around you. Um, Cresting over the top, you can see Owl, uh, you know like plastic kid toy chains happen like linked up uh, to some other nondescript area you can't really see where the chains are um, so yeah Dylan sees that Edgar can
2: you know kinda of handle handle his own and uh, that the raccoon isn't an immediate problem so he
1: looks back up at Al and he goes You little uh, <laughs> you little winged some bitch, I'm gonna get you. I'm taking you back to the I'm taking you back to the burrow whether you like it or not. And uh, he, you know, he's like hanging onto the shelf uh, with, with his uh, left front paw, and on his right front paw, he wears a small slinky, almost as if it were a bangle. And he kind of like shoots his arm out and like mm-hmm. starts whipping it around. And he's going to attempt to uh, throw it up and lasso Al using the slinky, uh, and yeah, try to like pull him down to ground level. Or just confine him, you know, try to, try to take a back
2: somehow.
3: Yeah. Go ahead and make, a, um, go ahead and make a, a scurry roll to kind of get the, to aim that lasso correctly.
1: I rolled a natural 10, and then I have plus 4 to scurry. Uh, so
3: four, 14 total. Amazing. So at, at that point, was your goal to lasso him and simultaneously yeah. like drop down to the ground with him attached to the lasso? Yeah, I'll think with a natural ten and a fourteen, you are able to do that perfectly. The lasso. Exactly, you land down in the slinky, like you land in like a superhero, like an Iron Man pose, and the slinky like coils down as the owl kind
1: of. I imagine that uh, somehow, like when the when it hits the ground, the slinky releases, like uh, goes back down to its normal size, and then like cylindrically, fits yeah. over owl. And then like you just see the head like
3: Yeah, he's kinda of like feet poofing out of this thing. Exactly. And he's like, Oh what the, well, I guess thanks for saving me. But now I'm gonna get you as soon as I and he's he, he can't tell if he has to keep the ruse up anymore or or if like he's like, Well it sounds like you were saving me, but now it seems like you're taking me hostage. <laughs> but uh actually I'm already hostage. So uh and he, he can't keep his story straight at this point. Um and he's just kind of rattling off. Save it for the borough tribunal. I always hated those guys.
4: Wait, Owl, are you are you a villain? I've no, I'm this. a good guy. Remember, don't I'm, listen to, at me. I'm Don't to.
1: listen to this little liar.
4: Yeah, Roach, Roach, you've always been a good friend of me. Look, look, with villains. He training. trapped us, Roach. Remember you were me? completely correct guy. in your assessment of the situation. <laughs> Yeah, no, of course that was correct. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Owl, remember no, all the parables I taught you? Remember when you read the story of uh, the grasshopper <laughs> and the ant and the much cooler roach who was their friend?
3: Yeah, remember I that remember, story?
4: Yeah, I remember sleeping through it. That's why I remember... Did you remember The Stranger by Albert Camus? <laughs> no! Have you ever read The I Net of by tried. Franz Kafka? <laughs> oh, yes, that's <laughs> very good. I read that in high school. Ow, were you not paying attention at all when we read If Upon a Winter's Night, A Traveler by a It doesn't matter. No, what it guy. wasn't. Guys, uh, we'll settle this back at the borough. I think Dylan's absolutely right. Uh, I don't know if, like, I'm down with, like, the carceral state, but, like, some sort of, like, tribunal, like, meaning, like, a meaning, like, well, of the well, people. Well, we don't, of course, in happen. our society,
1: we don't believe in that. a carceral state. It's more about accountability to the community, which is why we have community, uh, you know, uh, Protective forces such as ourselves—you know—we don't have police. Those we do don't—we don't believe in those human constructs uh, or using state violence against the people. It's—it's uh, it's just more. It's about accountability. You know, you just got to answer for uh, for lying and trying to enslave the rest of us, which I assume your
3: evil plot. Well, you know what? It's a good
4: thing that you don't believe in violence, because it does.
3: And the raccoon is swinging up. Uh, the flail, and he says,
4: "It's not just him."
3: And the owl like like whistles really loud. Um, actually, he he lets out a um he lets out his own uh.
4: Turn down for what? Turn the what? That's our thing. Yeah, that's our secret. It's a, you're giving away secrets yeah. now. Ninety more.
3: And two uh, we'll say two. Or, uh, I'll call three. Three turtles skate in on uh, on the car wheels. They skate into the scene. Um, so now we have, and we'll have everybody roll for an oh, great. Here.
4: teenage sub subculture turtles with martial prowess. Exactly. This is exactly the sort of way I wanted to die. This is like a special hell just for Roach.
1: Teenage blistered Marshall turtles, teenage blistered Marshall turtles. Don't sue us. (laughs) There's actually a lot that we could be sued for in this episode so far. So (laughs) we don't have the rights to any of this music.
0: Parody, 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 parody. parody. Turn down
1: for
3: this.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, we just changed the name slightly.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Three turtles, not wearing color, distinct garb. Yeah. Uh, skate into the room all with uh not distinct weapons either. Um
1: <laughs> they're carrying stuff that's so adjacent to the ninja turtles weapons that are just like slightly off. Exactly. Like Raphael just has two big like hunting knives instead of size. <laughs>
3: all right, cool. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> Leonardo has a, be this guy here. Leonardo has a machete. Yep, and the other guy. Um, we'll say what? What's a substitute for nunchuck? Nunchuck, uh,
0: like like um, police batons, kind of a thing. You know, some kind of stick. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the raccoons already mm-hmm. got the flail, so we can say those are the. So yeah, just a police, like right. a, a, a police baton.
0: big police baton.
3: Yeah. Um, nice. Lex These did... turtles are way more deadly than I <laughs> attempted to be. This is amazing. It's all for show. They, yeah. Okay, yeah. Are they Are they plastic, though? Are they the ones that maybe came from, like, the not kid-friendly kitchen set? You tell me. Yes, they are. <laughs> these, turtles, these turtles weren't supposed to have a, a machete, but these all came from the uh, the discontinued and not broadly supported, uh, not kid-friendly kitchen set of plastic uh, murder weapons. <laughs> yeah. <eventually. laughs> So they're the kind that you would get, like, at the uh, at the carnival for, you know, throwing the ball into the hole enough times. Sure. So it was kind of cheaply plastic. They have a little hole that lets out the air when they get hit too hard yeah, yeah. Uh, at the bottom of them. It's just injection molded. Exactly. Great. Uh And they all come into the room. They all have their own sweet intro, and they fly through the air. They camera cuts. They land with their big, like, squeaky plastic uh, <laughs> machetes and knives uh, as they land down. I'm like, all right, so... The trap is set. We're gonna get you now. And they kind of look around, they're not really sure, and like, yeah, I think that's the time that we're supposed to do this, right? I mean, it's the point where they're gonna leave soon. Like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> it's what we called it here for, right? Like, yeah, I guess it's what we called it. They're like openly discussing like whether they're sure or not they were supposed to come out yet. And like, oh, I, I think that we're supposed to attack him at this point. He made, he made the noise, right? Yeah, turn down for this. That's what he said to do.
1: Dylan just says, Alright, enough of this silliest. Turn down for this. And then, uh, yeah, gonna just jump in and just start wailing on these turtles.
3: Sweet. Can we um, do a roll, a scurry roll, everybody for initiative here?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
3: 13. Rolling hot.
2: I'm rolling uh, hot today. Four.
3: You are doing really, really well today.
2: Six. Take me back to Vegas, baby.
3: You guys have a little bit of time in between when they're going to be it down, Dylan. You are up. Okay, um, sweet. So we got a bunch of Ninja Turtles.
2: Yeah, or sorry, uh, Marshall. Marshall Tortoises. Marshall Turtles. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, Dylan and um, Owl. Where are you guys? Have you left this uh, side room? Or are you still kind of watching everything from behind I guess the door? I'm still watching
1: stuff from behind the door. But uh, yeah, okay, I'll leave, yeah, I'll leave. I'll Alan there. Actually, Dylan is going to. Uh, let out a, an armadillo war cry and uh, run up towards uh, the, the raccoon and uh, yeah it's, it's going to bust out his action figure arm again and you know he's like reloaded it like a, like a cartoon shotgun and starts just swinging it and he goes
2: I don't know what a battle cry sounds like that's what it says awesome yeah go
1: ahead and
3: roll the whole crap
1: yeah, um, I'm also, uh, I'm going to use my new blister that I got from leveling Dylan with last time. So I've got double scratch, which allows me uh, to burn four grit to attack twice. Oh no. So <laughs> You've been
3: rolling so well.
1: No, we'll see if we can keep it up. So I'm down to 12 grit, and um, yeah, we'll do, uh, what is it, scrap? Yeah. Alright, so the first one, uh, not great. I got three on that.
3: Let's see what he rolls for Scarry. He rolled a two. You are in luck.
1: Sick. All right. Yeah. So I smack him, and then uh, yeah, I roll for damage. <laughs> this might stack in a really fun way. Um. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. So I rolled a twelve for damage. That does mean that uh, I get to attack.
3: Get that second attack. Another then. time off
1: of this, and then I attack one more time from double scratch.
3: Jesus. Um,
1: so we'll do another scrap for my second attack. I rolled a
3: six. He literally rolled a one. Okay. Again, once more leans into that second that second punch.
1: So that's six. Uh, so that's eighteen so far. Oh no. Yo, Dylan is a boost. Um, all right, so then I'm going to attack for a third time using double scratch. I got a six again. You rolled a three. <laughs> um, I rolled a 10 for 10. Oh
3: my god.
1: So 28, and then we're going to roll scrap one more time. Only rolled a two this time.
3: You rolled a four. Okay. Three.
1: Oh no. After a flurry of blows.
3: <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> What was that? How much damage was that total in one swing? Uh,
1: In total, that's twenty-eight points of damage.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Dylan runs up with the the action figure limb in hand, winds back, and just the wildest flurry—just like Samurai Jack action cuts to the different different directions of the raccoon. (laughs) His teeth get knocked out. His flail. is sent flying. Yeah, and. in a final, um, in a final like uppercut, the the raccoon like doof, his teeth kind of fly through. and We watch the raccoon like team rocket out of the building, <laughs> and he creates a second hole uh, like in in the ceiling where like next to the one that you guys came out of. And the camera cuts away to the old raven finally stumbling up. Uh, from falling before and she's still complaining about just having the two talons and she finally gets up and dusts herself off and is hit uh, by the raccoon team rocketing out of the building and they tumble through the air for a second uh, before they kind of crash land into into a tree nearby. Um, And uh, the camera kind of cuts back to the Marshall Turtles, all inflatable weapons in hand, and they kind of look at each other (laughs) and they look back and they look at their weapons, and they kind of set them down real easy. And they go, we don't even care about Owl. We was just, we, were just, we was just, you know what, you take Owl, and
4: we're we're just, uh, we're gonna get out of here.
3: And they, you watch them, like, skate off, like, really, they, they seem like they're gonna sprint and run away, but they just kind of <laughs> skate off, uh, really nice, uh, off into whatever the other room would have led to, uh, you guys, again in one fell swoop, and maybe that's an issue, have knocked out uh, this beast entirely out of the room with a single attack with this action figure limb that may be the single most strongest and overpowered piece of stuff that we have on offer. Yeah. I think uh, I think
1: that coupled <laughs> coupled with the double scratch is a particularly. particularly but you know, I got her
3: You've also been rolling extremely yeah, well I'm, this. Yeah, I've game. rolled
1: very well this game, and uh, you know, I also got the action figure limb randomly from a table at the start of the last game with this. So you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's
3: broken. I think it's. Just, I can envision. You know, just awesome. I can envision like Roach replacing all of her limbs with action figure limbs, so every time she goes to attack, it's just a flurry of double and triple attacks. Uh, that
1: could be an expansion for blister critters, is like, uh, you know, cybernetics, if you want to go yeah, for like a...
3: That is actually further up the blister tree. If you play as a thinker, um, it's like 8th, 9th, or 10th level. It's pretty far up there, where you um, like canonize that you can uh, morph uh, and meld stuff like, to critters. Um, all that said, uh, that really cool raccoon that I spent a lot of time drawing, he, he He's gone. <laughs> In a, in a single attack. Um, and uh, the room is quiet. You can hear the turtles making their, their slow but elegant roller skating escape um, out of the room. Uh, Owl as like,
4: Oh, that stuff I said, I was just kidding. Of course I would never want to trap you guys. Those turtles don't know what they're talking about. It was never a trap this whole time. Help! See, look,
3: help! Uh,
1: well, you all want to take owl back to the burrow and have him face justice yeah. to wrap this up nice and neat
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i think we should yeah. tie Al- i don't know how but we should uh i would like to find noggin a Tal- tie owl up um and make sure owl doesn't escape and then i would like owl to have to answer for everything they've, they've caused uh, chaos wise for us
3: yeah go ahead and um, make a noggin roll oh sure i'm gonna
0: burn your this. Uh, so that is that's only a six, but that is a six with the three digits. Yeah, uh, you
3: are you looking for like zip ties? Do you want to find like long <laughs> pieces of yarn to tie them up? Like how, God, how tied started. up? How serious are we trying six. to get with yeah? With I mean, an owl up?
0: Um, <laughs> even though Roach isn't a uh, combat focused you know person because most of us aren't, let's face it, um, she does exist in essentially The Walking Dead. So she finds zip ties. Uh, and she zip ties her former student um, to drag them back for a, a tribunal among the, the communist critters. Uh, and she is lecturing the entire time. And is, and the joke is that she only taught like weird, selfish existentialist literature. Like she never really taught Al anything uh, of like the values of that, that she professes to care about um, because she's obviously pretty selfish. She's,
1: Thanks for listening to Why We Roll. Our theme music is by the brilliant Sam Tindall and Arpline. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Twitch
0: and what used to be Twitter at Why We Roll, and on Instagram at
1: whyweroll.pod. You can find out more about Dance Macabre at timespaceplace.itch.io slash dance macab You can find
0: out more about Stillfleet at stillfleet.com. Thanks for listening.